What do Jar Jar Binks, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Iron Man, and Walter White from Breaking Bad all have in common? A guy named Jeff from Chicago, of course. How has Jeff become the center of the entertainment world? And how can you get in on the action? You don't need the force, x-ray vision, or even a cape to find out. We've got all that covered for you on this super episode of Marketplace, the podcast. I have Jeff on the with me from the Chicago area. And Jeff, when you see the pictures on Facebook of what you're selling, it doesn't actually seem like this could be real. Do, do you get that a lot of that reaction? Like, how is this possible? Yeah, I do get that reaction quite a bit. I I get a lot of, you know, I, I'd call them cute responses uh, that uh, people are, A, incredulous at, at the size of the collection, you know, I get a lot of comments about how can you even keep it clean? Don't isn't the dusting got to drive you crazy? And, <laughs> and, and then I get a lot of uh, comments about you know the forty year old virgin and and things like that. But uh, I think it's all in good fun. So yeah, I get a lot of interesting comments. And you you collect a lot of things, but what, tell us what we're talking about specifically. You have a massive collection of what? Basically, nineteen late nineteen sixties to. Uh, Mid 1990s action figure toys, the vintage stuff that everybody's heard of, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the GI Joes, Star Wars figures from the late 70s into the 80s. I do have some newer stuff um, post 2000, but not too much of that. It's mostly the vintage stuff I collect, and and then there's a lot of stuff that are theme based. Like I've got a set of Three Stooges. Uh, collector's dolls and the honeymooners and Gilligan's Island and things that came out in the 90s that reminded me of television programs that I enjoyed when I was younger. How did you get started in something like this? I've always been a collector. I'm a collector at heart, uh, whether it be coins and military, but action figures. I, I was bought my first G.I. Joe in, when I was three years old by my grandparents. And it was always kept at my grandparents' house. Um, until my you know, my grandmother passed away and then my grandfather um, moved out of his place. And when I was a teenager, I got it full-time in my possession, and it was still in great condition. I thought this would be a cool thing to build a, a collection around. So I had some of the other toys that I had from when I was a kid, the Mego superheroes figures from the 70s and the Planet of the Apes figures from the 70s. And I started just you know, displaying them and building from there. And, and when we're talking about a collection, there's walls and walls, a shell. Describe how big this collection is. Well, I, I don't have any idea how many figures it is, but it's, it's hundreds and hundreds of figures. Uh, it's uh, it's probably two walls complete. Yeah, it's just, it's just stuffed with figures, uh, like I said, of all the different kind of things that I like. You started with G.I. Joe. Uh, was it the Kung Fu grip or was there like, wasn't there one with, you could see through his head or was that the $6 million man? I get confused. Okay. Well, uh, there is a $6 million man and that's when you can see through his head. I actually do have him as well. Oh, cool. uh, G.I. Joe, uh, knocked him off with a figure called Mike Powers, atomic man to have their own bionic guy. Uh, he, you couldn't see through his head though, but he did have a bionic arm and a bionic leg. Um, but the early G.I. Joes, the actual, the ones with the Kung Fu grip or the second series called the Adventure Team, the original G.I. Joes were Soldiers of the World, 
And there was about, I want to say about 10 different countries represented. There was a U.S. soldier. I think there was a Marine. Then there was a U.K. soldier, a German soldier, a Russian soldier, a Japanese soldier. But, you know, from 1967, 68, when those were released up to 70, the public sentiment turned against the Vietnam War. And war toys kind of went out of favor. People didn't want to promote soldiers. So what they did is they changed it to the adventure team theme, where G.I. Joe was trying to capture lions and tigers and sharks and things like that. And that's what most people remember with the lifelike hair and the kung fu grip. Because you collect so many different things, there's something for pretty much everybody in your collection, right? It's not just G.I. Joe's and it's not just superheroes. Absolutely. Uh, Like I said, there's a lot of television-based themes, um, movies. Like I've got a a complete set of Married with Children figures. Uh, I've got that were originally released in the 70s, the Aurora Monster Models series. They were based on a lot of the old Universal movies like Dracula and Frankenstein and the Wolfman and that kind of thing. And then there's a one-off kind of figures like um, I've got a figure from Dawn of the Dead and I've got another one from The Warriors, uh, that gang movie from the late 70s. I've got some stuff from The Walking Dead and Terminator. You know, whatever strikes my fancy is there's something I really like and I like the theme. And I'm not particular whether it's boys or girls, you know. But yeah, I, I mean, I've got a plenty. I've got Wonder Woman and um, Felicity from Arrow and I got all kinds of female figures too. So uh, again, it's what the theme is that, uh, that interests me. I don't think people realize they make action figures for pretty much anything. You were saying there was a Breaking Bad action figure? Actually, there's a a pretty good-sized line of them. They did the San Diego Comic-Con convention, and uh, they released some special issues that were only available at that convention. So they did release a a line of figures with Jesse and and Walt in a variety of different outfits, making their mess. But then they subsequently released Saul Goodman and uh, Gus Spring. So, yeah, there's a, it's not a really large collection, but there's probably about 20 or so figures you can pick up the four or five main characters in different outfits. How do you go about getting all of these? There's toy shows around that I will go to. I buy most online, though. You get into the Star Wars figures when they start getting more expensive. There's a lot of replica weapons that have been created over the years, so I don't really buy anything Star Wars, unless it's in its original packaging or if it's been graded by one of the grading companies. And so when you talk about grading, explain that to the regular muggle like myself. Ooh, do you have Harry Potter? <laughs> no, uh, grading grading services have existed for about 35, 40 years now. It started in coins. And what it re- really is is an independent organization saying this item is authentic and this is the condition based upon the, the agreed-upon grading standards of the, the hobby. It's an expensive process, but grading is very common now in cards, coins, toys, comic books. Isn't that crazy? We just said that out loud. There's an association that grades toys, and that's a job. I didn't get that opportunity. for. I would have taken that job in a minute when I was in college. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, you, but if you think about it, if you've got a, a, a Star Wars double telescoping lightsaber Darth Vader figure from 1977, that's a couple thousand dollars minimum. There's, there's a pl- 
place for these uh, these organizations. What is the most expensive thing you have? I've got a Star Wars Yak Face. I think it's AFA, AFA graded 85. It's probably worth about $600 or so. The Yak Face was released in 1985, but... The sales were so poor in the U.S., I don't think that figure was even released in the U.S. It was only released in uh, Europe. And then I had uh, two Scratch the Cat. One of them I sold for $875. Another one I sold for a little over $900. What does your wife think of all this? I have it pretty much contained in in one room uh, for the stuff I'm keeping. Now, in the the stuff I'm reselling, and uh, we've got that in our basement, and I've you know, that, that's a full-blown order processing center. What's the one thing that you want that you don't have? I would like to get more of the Soldiers of the World figures uh, from the original G.I. Joe line. Expanding that a little bit more would be a nice thing to do. Uh, do you have presidents? Is there a Trump? Is, is there a Biden? And, and... <laughs> Can you put them next to each other on the shelf? Talk about <laughs> politics. I don't think, uh, I think that divides the country a little too much, but uh, no. You can get uh, you know, play, people like Winston Churchill, uh, Joseph Stalin, if you want, uh, Mao Zedong. You can get world leaders if you if you really want to. They're not available in stores typically, though. They're only online retailers that kind of specialize in <laughs> unique figures like that. Not a lot of kids going into Target looking for the MAGA hat and the doll? <laughs> no. <laughs> in fact, uh, my uh, my son was given a, a Trump uh a Funko Pop figure, and we've since sold it. <laughs> it was really annoying. Made all the other dolls mad. <laughs> Superman wanted exactly. to kick its ass. Yeah. All the other action figures just kicked it to the floor. You have a lot of Star Wars, you were saying, right? A lot of the vintage. I think there's 96 in the total vintage collection of the 70s and 80s, and I've got about 70 of them graded. So I want to give you a one-question Star Wars quiz to see how well you know Star Wars. Okay. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Who's the worst character in the history of Star Wars? There is no doubt in my mind who the worst is, and that's Jar Jar Binks. Yes, sir. You are <laughs> correct. The absolute worst. Is there Now, is there a doll? Because I'll pay for it just to throw it away. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> they released those, and I think, like, when The Phantom Menace came out, yes, um, in fact... My kids, that's when we were buying toys for them. So, yes, we have some. And if you'd like me to send you ones that you could you know, use a couple firecrackers <laughs> on it or something, <laughs> we're, you're welcome to it. We're rewatching it with my kids at this moment. And I, I can barely make it through any scene with Jar Jar Binks. He's just the worst. If that was the first Star Wars movie ever made, that would have been the last Star Wars movie ever made. You got superheroes, Breaking Bad, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Planet of the Apes, Ninja Turtles, Knights, you name it, you've got it, and people can reach out to you and buy these amazing action figures. Yeah, I have a website. It's called FamilyLegacyEstateSales.com, and uh, we... I've got probably about seven or 800 action figures for sale right now. Because quite frankly, it's a passion of mine. I enjoy it. And I like buying a collection, taking what I want out of it, adding it to my collection, and then selling the rest. If you were born in the United States between 1967 and about 15 years ago, there is literally something for everyone. I think they make movies and television shows now with the thought of 
how many toys and how much merchandising can we do and, and sell off of this, these movies? I'm looking at your website. I would like to buy the Mr. Bean action figure and the Jar Jar Binks and then have them battle to the death. <laughs> the Mr. Bean, yes, the Mr. Bean diecast figure and car. There's stuff in here for $12, for $24. There's accessories. If you, like I said, if you're a part of America, if you've grown up in the last six, 50 years, there is literally something at every price point. And it's, it's really a fantastic collection. 90% of my business is orders less than $20. But yeah, there's something out there for everybody in every price range. You know, high-end collectors down to beginning collectors. Thank you so much for being here. I, tell us the name of your website again real quick. FamilyLegacyEstateSale.com. I'm always adding new items to it. I, I'm constantly adding to our inventory and it turns over quickly. You can like us on Facebook as well which is just Family Legacy Estate Sale. We have our own Facebook page as well. From G.I. Joe to Mr. Bean, The Mandalorian, definitely check it out. Jeff, thanks really for taking the time and telling us about your collection. It's really cool. Well, I appreciate it, David. I really enjoy it. No, I've loved it. I, I, there's, I, could, I could do this all night. Jeff, thanks again for being with us. Check out these action figures. They are insane. There is something literally for everyone. If you have something that you're selling, if you have a story... I'd love to hear about it. So send me a note. Hit me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My name is David Wallach. Thanks for listening to Marketplace, the podcast.